Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. Music, 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 music. How- <laughs> hey, everybody. How's it going? You are listening to the Command Zone podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Wong. How's it? It's Josh Lee Kwai. We're back. We're back. Wow, my voice is still wrecked. Yeah, uh, I woke up this morning and I coughed a lot um, just from yelling all weekend and talking to a billion people, it feels like. Yeah, so we just got back from GP Vegas, which was awesome. Uh, This show is not going to be about that. We've got a ton of footage we shot, a ton of things happened. So much, in fact, that it's going to take us a little while to put together. But in the meantime, we have an awesome, very quick episode this week, which is going to be our Hour of Devastation preview card. Dun, dun, dun. And, uh, well, quick spoiler alert, it's going to be Sphinx Tribal. (laughs) Holy crap. Uh, But before we get to that, we have to call out our amazing sponsors. That's right. Card Kingdom was a huge part of our weekend at GP Vegas. If you guys go to cardkingdom.com slash command zone, you'll be using our affiliate link. So use that whenever you're going to buy your magic singles, booster product, or even play mats and anything else magic related, card game related. Um, card Kingdom, we had the tons of stickers from them at the at the show. We got to meet up with Hallie from Card Kingdom. And I'll just say this much. They are the simple, simplest. They're, they're just the best sponsors. Uh, they, they were with us all weekend and they did so much to help us out when we were over there as well as just in general with the show a lot of people also have been asking where i got that agent of bola shirt that i was wearing uh at the gp and on the last episode well that is from card kingdom now you can't purchase it you can only win it but there are ways to win that go to cardkingdom.com slash command zone also we'll be giving away a few of those as well our other sponsor is ultra pro who also had a really big presence at the GP. In fact, they provided us with over 300 of their awesome heavy metal D20s to give away at our gathering. Uh, Another spoiler alert, that was not enough for all the people at the (laughs) gathering. That's how big, how many people showed up at our party. Again, we'll be talking about that next week. But Ultra Pro is awesome. As you know, the Eclipse, Eclipse sleeves are the best sleeves on the market, so definitely check them out and finally the way to support the show that i personally am the biggest fan of is patreon Woohoo! and we do something where we call out one special patron every single episode and check this out we have mr Mr. plorg Plorg. mr plorg as some of you know is actually the alias of 
a good friend of ours, Nate Burgess, who used to be on the Commander in podcast. And he has a new show that I think you should check out. It's called Commander Time, and you can find it on YouTube. Again, just search for Commander Time. Nate, I hope your show does very well, and we're anxious to see all the cool content that you're producing. Yeah, and if you want to potentially get shout out in the future, go to patreon.com slash command zone. All right, let's move right into our Hour of Devastation preview card, our Sphinx tribal card. Jimmy, you may do the honors. Drum roll. It is Unesh, Cryo-Sphinx Sovereign. Wow, Unish has a cool voice. He sounds kind of like Optimus Prime. Yeah, exactly. Cryo Sphinx, roll out. Sphinx, roll out. It's the craziest name I've ever seen in a while. Uh, let's just read the card text. Josh, you want to go for it? Sure. It's four blue blue for a 4-4 four, four legendary creature, Sphinx, Ooh. as flying, as most Sphinx do. It says, Sphinx spells that you cast cost two less to cast. And then whenever Unesh or another Sphinx enters the battlefield under your control, reveal the top four cards of your library. An opponent separates those cards into two piles. You put one pile into your hand and the other into your graveyard. So anytime you cast Unesh or another Sphinx, if as long as Unesh is out, you kind of get a little factor fiction. Yeah, that's actually nuts. Um, factor fiction, already a pretty powerful card, but the reason you don't put it in a lot of EDH decks is because it's just a sort of a one-time use kind of thing. Right. But, um, I mean, look, if you ever wanted to build a Sphinx deck, this card looks sweet. It is mono blue. And the last time we saw a Legendary Sphinx was Alhamrat, High Arbiter from Magic Origins. And it was okay, but it seemed like a very 1v1 kind of card. And it cost one mana more than this. This, oh, I guess uh, Origin the Shifting Flame was also a Legendary Sphinx that we saw recently. But I'm pretty excited about this card. Foth on every cast of a Sphinx? That is mad card advantage. Yeah, I mean, just think, every time you cast a Sphinx, you get the best card out of your top four, for sure, if that's what you want. Or you just get, you know, like, the the best two cards or whatever out of four. Like... That's pretty big card advantage. And the fact that it's reducing the cost of your Sphinxes from that point forward means that you have a good chance of being able to cast more than one per turn. Yeah. Uh, I think the only sort of downside is there throughout the history of Magic, there's not actually that many Sphinxes. <laughs> oh, yeah. And a lot of Sphinxes are also two-color. For the most part, though, there are a lot of Sphinxes. For instance, you could cast Sandstone Oracle for five mana. And this is a card from the Commander set where when it enters the battlefield, you choose an opponent. If that player has more cards in hand than you, draw cards equal to the difference. So you get to draw potentially, you know, up to six cards or something, you know, with his trigger as well as the trigger from Unesh. That's true. You'd stack that trigger so you draw the cards from the um, Sandstone first and then you do the Factor Fiction part so that you actually get even more cards. Yeah. That seems pretty sweet. Um, the one I like the most is Argent Sphinx. So Argent Sphinx is two blue-blue for a 4-3 flying. So if Unesh is out, this is just cost blue-blue. <laughs> pretty good. And then it has Metalcraft. So for if you have Metalcraft, which means if you have at least three artifacts on the battlefield, you can just pay a blue and you can exile the Argent Sphinx and then return it to the battlefield under your control at the beginning of the next end step, which means you blink out the Argent Sphinx. It comes back in. And remember, Unesh's ability isn't enter the battlefield ability. So at that point, you just factor fiction on everyone's turn for one blue. Jeez. That's pretty good. That's like Deadeye Navigator status. <laughs> that seems totally busted to me. I mean, you could potentially just draw like, you know, 
six to eight cards. That's consecrated Sphinx right there, kind of. Hey, you just mentioned another Sphinx. Uh, good point. <laughs> that costs now four mana. <laughs> As though drawing cards off of this Sphinx wasn't enough, now you drop a consecrated Sphinx, you're just in card draw heaven. I mean, this this seems like the kind of card that would pair very well with cards that care about drawing cards. Um, yes. There's also cards that care about discarding cards. Uh, for instance, we have the Sphinx of Lost Truths, and this is a card that is three blue-blue that has a kicker of one in the blue. And when it enters the battlefield, you draw three cards. But if it, w- if it wasn't kicked, you discard three cards. This actually works really well with another card that came out recently, the Curator of Mysteries, which is from Amon Ket. And it says, whenever you cycle or discard another card, scry one. So, like, imagine having both those guys out on the battlefield. Yeah, that seems great. Well, and we should say that Sphinx of Lost Truths, the kicker... Re- uh- cost is reduced by the Sphinx. Yeah, so the Sphinx of Lost Truths costs three blue-blue total, so with the reduction, it'll be one blue-blue with a kicker of another one blue, so that it would cost one, two. Two blue-blue-blue. Yeah, so so essentially cost cl- the exact same CMC as the original card to kick it and do this effect. There was another card I saw with a sort of cost reduction mechanic. It was Jawar Isle Avenger. Oh yeah, this is actually sick. So it has a, sur- it's four and a blue for a three-three flyer. It's a Sphinx, but it has Surge, for two and a blue. And if you remember, Surge is the price you can pay for a spell if you've cast another spell that turn. So if Jor Isle Avenger is the second spell you've cast this turn, it costs two and a blue. But because of Unesh, it would actually just cost one blue, which means you get a 3-3 flyer and you fact of fiction, factor fiction, basically, for one blue. The cost reduction there is really cool because it, it's the Surge is already a cost reduction and then on top of that. See, the thing is like a card like that, which is you'd never play Jawar Isle Avenger in the deck unless you're going full Sphinx Tribal. But with a commander like Unesh, all of a sudden you have an insane amount of value from it. And because your spells are costing less, there's a great chance you're able to surge this out in the same turn. I also like what you said a lot about the fact that if things care about stuff in your graveyard. Now, Blue, we know, has a lot of things that care about instants and sorceries in your graveyard. And the fact that you're going to cast basically a lot of factor fiction we're saying factor fiction because it's a spell that does the same thing that unesh does basically it's five cards and not four and your opponent separates them into two piles but that tends to send a lot of cards to your graveyard and so you can put your opponents in this kind of position where they're sort of damned if they do damned if they don't it doesn't matter what piles they choose because you want the cards in your graveyards also because you can play things like snapcaster mage archaeomancer mnemonic walls all kinds of stuff that lets you play or get back cards from your graveyard so i think pairing that stuff with unesh could be really really powerful yeah and you got prognostic sphinx too which you can discard the card to give it hexproof until end of turn so another way to get stuff in there yeah you've got a lot of different ways to i think i think there's if you build this deck there's a lot of ways you go about it you could go like an artifact theme or you could just go straight uh sphinxes or you could put this in another deck like a shroom deck or something if you wanted to have you know sort of like a sphinx sub theme to it yeah that's a good point with shroom it does reduce the cost of shroom um and so you'll at least get one trigger off it i like that i would also say that changelings is something to look at so changeling are uh creatures or spells that have all creature types and so they would be therefore reduced by the sphinx so those are another that's probably a good way to get sort of cheaper spells because one of the problems with sphinxes is that they tend to be expensive spells so even with the two cost reduction it might be hard to chain a few together um but maybe adding some changeling in there might give you a chance to do cool stuff like basically factor fiction you know three times for three mana that kind of thing yeah totally i mean i think there's a lot of fun things you could do with this deck i mean for one you're just getting insane amounts of card advantage so you're able to i think turn on a lot of combo-esque strategies a lot better so if you had a sphinx combo deck i think it'd be pretty fun especially because you're dumping stuff in the graveyard there's a lot of things you can do now being mono blue does restrict you a little bit but i don't think it does enough for 
for at least at least this to be a really fun build around. Well, we know mono blue decks can be very, very powerful. There's Memnarch, Talrand, Teferi decks. Teferi's a tier one deck. So with enough uh, artifact-based ramp and you've got the card draw just on your card, I think this could be definitely a contender in it, just basically most playgroups. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, this is a powerful deck, but it's not super powerful. And one of the best parts about Unesh in, and Mono Blue is Mono Blue has some cool ramp abilities. And most of the Sphinxes in Magic's history are like 5 CMC and up. So once you do get Unesh out, you have all of a sudden a great great deck because like all of a sudden they become very highly rated edh cards with the minus two on the uh converted mana cost yeah that's a really good point though yeah the only downside i would say to unesh really besides being monocolored is that uh he or she i'm not sure which costs six mana to get out so at that point you know i would like my stuff that's going to reduce the cost of my other stuff to cost less so i can do that early and then get that advantage throughout the game so that's something that would have to be a workaround again i think you need a lot of artifact ramp and whatnot but once unesh is online the you, you know you have these turns probably where you cast like five things in factor fiction five times like. well, yeah here's the thing though like if you're playing a lot of recursion abilities from your graveyard and the fact that when Unesh is cast, you get to do this mini factor fiction, you should play cards like High Tide in this deck. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Because you're just going to draw a card in return, and maybe it's a card that gets it back for you, you know? So you have the ability to, I think, give yourself a slight card disadvantage in blue just because your commander itself is going to automatically get you some cards. Uh, I like that way of thinking a lot, which is, yeah, I've already got card advantage, so I don't need to worry as much about things that sort of two-for-one myself for short-term advantage yeah. because my commander already gives me long-term advantage. That's a good, really good uh, just philosophy philosophy in general that I don't think we've talked about on the show. So Hey, there's uh, an episode idea. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So what I want to do is go to to the listeners here. Again, we've only had a couple of days to look at this card ourselves. Uh, so I'm curious, what do you out there, the audience, think about Unesh? What are some cool synergies, combos, you know, interactions that you see with this card? Love to see it in the comments section on Twitter through email. Uh, let us know what you think about Unesh. And of course, if you want to get Unesh right now, you can go to cardkingdom.com slash command zone and pre-order it as they just announced their Hour of Devastation. Pre-orders are up right now. Actually, I just got the email, so that's very exciting. If you want to get Unesh, any of the other really cool cards in Hour of Devastation, did you see there's a three-mana Black Wrath of God? Crazy. And the new gods, just like, they don't even have names. They're just like the Locust God yeah, or something like that. The Locust God is sick, by the way. Yeah, the Locust God is insanity yeah <laughs> we were we're going to talk about all that stuff when the full set is revealed so that we can review the the full set but don't worry we've seen them and we're chomping at the bit to talk about it again this is a short episode today want to call out our other sponsor ultra pro i just finished i'm done jimmy yeah all my decks are in eclipse sleeves 100 percent of them all of them dang dude it's the best lucky you i went to gp vegas and i the, my main deck marchesa was in uh, other sleeves and ones that their print quality had gone down recently and i'd read sleeved into that and like three of the sleeves broke when i was trying to play with people and it really actually hampered my experience a little bit and i was wishing that i resleeved it before yeah you should have been in the new eclipse i got a lot of compliments from people going like "Ooh, are these the eclipse sleeves they could just tell by like touching them which was unfortunate because that meant a lot of times they were like stealing my stuff off the battlefield but you know <laughs> at least that there was like a consolation prize if they like my sleeves yeah that's that's that's, that's about right <laughs> all right make sure there was these other two cool cats who were at uh, gp vegas well there was a lot more than them but they're our sister podcast alex kessler ben bateman they do the masters of modern they talk about the modern format all things competitive magic there was a big modern tournament at GP Vegas. In fact, one of our buddies, Cassius Marsh, you might have seen him on the stream uh, competing in that tournament. And also, there was this the cutest little six-year-old girl who uh, was also on the stream. 
name. I forget her name, but you should check out the stream for the GP Vegas tournaments because they're awesome. You can find those in the past broadcasts at Channel Fireball. Our editor for the show, who is also at GP Vegas, is Terry Robertson. And uh, he does all of our weekly episodes. You can find all of those videos at youtube.com slash the Command Zone podcast. And a big special thanks to Jeffrey Palmer, who is also at GP Vegas. I got to play a game of Commander with him. No way. Was it animated? He pl- no, it wasn't. Well, he played my Hapatra deck because I ran into him and he was like, "We need to play." I was like, "Where's your decks?" He's like, "I don't have them." I'm like, "Here, here's Hapatra." He proceeded. <laughs> he proceeded to make about 50 million snakes, cast Crater Hoof Behemoth, and then Adam Saborski saves us all by casting Cyclonic Rift. So, whew. Mm, turns out that card is still pretty good. Pretty good. But Jeffrey Palmer, really awesome at Living Cards MTG. He's one of the best kept secrets in the Magic community. I would uh, heavily encourage you to go check him out. Absolutely. But that does it for this very quick episode for our Hour of Devastation preview card. Unesh Krausvink Sovereign, a big thank you as always to Watsi for providing us with uh, preview cards. We're always happy to preview them, and we're always excited to hear what you all have to say about it. So please leave a comment in the comment section. Post about it on Reddit. Tweet at us at CommandCast. Find us somehow online and tell us what you think. All right, everybody. We will have a couple of episodes about GP Vegas or one that took place at GP Vegas out very soon. Please, in the meantime, enjoy all the Hour of Devastation spoilers, and we will see you next time. Crap, I did it again. Ha-ha. Peace. Dang it. Peace? It's because you're tired from Vegas. Does it still count if I say it after you've said it? Probably, unless I say peace. (laughs) Dang it. I'm stealing it from you. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. (laughs) (laughs) Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.